The first food that comes to your mind, Bryson. Don't even think about it, just tell me and why. Uh, gummy bears. Or the Coca-Cola ones, yeah, yeah. Those ones, but by Haribo, because to this day, I love them still. And they're always a treat to have when I do something good, you know? You know, just go to Alosra and just buy a packet. All right, you know what's really odd about that? Haribo literally reminds me of some of my childhood too. Because basically, in Germany, I lived really close to a Haribo factory. Mm -hmm. And every single day, we used to get fresh gummies. And we did like the weirdest experiments with them, like putting them in water and then like they always grew into like this gigantic jelly and it was like the most like, what? best thing. Yeah. Jelly. <laughs> so you put gummy bears in water. Mm -hmm. Nah, nah. I, I could never do that. Like I never did that ever in my childhood growing <laughs> up. But that's, that's something interesting to learn. Yeah. And you know, like exactly that is like the great thing about our childhoods. And we may have loved so many similar things, but yet tried different things. I have like different memories of them and how we used them. Mm -hmm, that's for sure. And on that note, welcome to this podcast. Whether you're old or new, we know that today's topic is just for you. This is the voice of RVS Podcast, recorded live from Riffaview's International School. We bring you the action, drama, and all the details behind what we students learn and are interesting in RVS. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about childhood behind your eyes and ours, and specifically the different food you remember fondly being your childhood meal. And in addition to that, we will discover some of the top TV shows that kids today and in the past loved, and how the RBS community loved certain shows when growing up. I can already guess a few that will be brought up on our Vox Pop. I'm Bryson Vaughn, and with me... Sophia Titoni. Without further ado, let's get into it. Let's go. First question, what was your favorite childhood show? And tell me a bit about it. Oh, uh, Blue's Clues. It's about a man who has a pet dog and his name is Blue. And they have to find clues to solve like the mystery in every episode. Uh, the Muppet Show. You have a Swedish chef, a green frog, and you have Bonzo. It's like a stunt guy. Oh, so easy. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original. Yes, there is four turtles and one rat. They are always trying to defeat the evil Shredder and Brain, because he looked like a little pink brain. Um, little Einsteins, that's a good one. They're like a friend group and they go on trips to different places to like solve stuff, I guess. And they have uh, an amazing theme song. Uh, my favorite childhood show is Adventure Time. There's, uh, I think the name is Finn and Jake, and I think Jake is a dog and Finn is the guy who, he has a blue shirt and the white thing on his head. My favorite childhood show was probably Tom and Jerry. I used to watch it all the time, like on the TV. Like basically, uh, Jerry was, the, the, Tom, I mean Jerry is the actual villain in the thing because Jerry is like bullying Tom. Family guy. So basically, it's like this uh, this guy, and he has a family. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Then there's a variety of characters. They start out on an adventure, I suppose, and they all develop quite significantly. There's a good character arc for each character, and by the end of it, they've 
all grown into sort of well-rounded individuals. It's, but it's a great series. Everyone should watch it. My favorite childhood show would be The Magic School Bus. And The Magic School Bus is a bunch of kids who go to school with their amazing teacher, Miss... I cannot remember the name right now. Have a Magic School Bus and they go on amazing adventures telling you about the space, the jungle, many things. Um... Little Einsteins. Oh, uh, there's these like people like in a group and they go like explore, like they go to space and like this like ash like the ship. My favorite childhood show would have to be Dinosaurs. It was really, really weird and there was a really obnoxious dinosaur baby on it and it was just so ridiculous. So love it. It's literally a family of dinosaurs and the dad dinosaur has like a logging job and the mom dinosaur is like a stay-at-home mom. It's, it's really, it's so stupid, it's good. And the other question I have is what was your childhood meal? And what are some memories that you have of it? This candy, it's called rockets. They're like just little candy and they like dissolve in your mouth and all that. Irish sea salt chocolate, I think, because it's sweet. Oh, boy. Um, Charleston Chew, the candy bar. Very chewy. I don't like it anymore, but I loved it. The chocolate almonds. Yeah, when I used to go to Saudi with my cousins, we always used to sneak them into the, this closet and just like eat them. Hershey's. I remember, yeah, because I, when I used to watch, I used to get the little Hershey kisses, you know? Probably Choky Choky. It's like a chocolate candy. So I used to like to be in the car from home from school, and then I used to have it in the car. Maybe the Kinder Bars or a Kit Kat or something like that. My mum used to buy his Kinder, the, the Kinder Bars, yeah. Skittles. Um, I usually just eat on the weekend, so not completely. Um, probably Doritos, because I used to eat them a lot uh, when I was younger. Peanut butter. All memories are attached to peanut butter. I still, as a fully grown adult, I cannot have it in my house because I will eat exclusively that. So, um... Yeah, my mom and dad my entire life just made me peanut butter sandwiches. When I first went to visit my family in Jordan, they were really weirded out by me because I was really mad that there was no peanut butter in the house. So I made them all buy me peanut butter. It was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so these are some very interesting results. Let's talk a bit more about them. You know, like, please don't judge me for this. Mm -hmm. But the funniest thing is, I don't know most of these shows. Like, growing <laughs> up in Germany, no. I've never heard of them before. Never. No way. I yeah. mean, like, I, I guess it could be a bit different. I mean, growing up in the Middle East, we're mm -hmm. kind of more exposed to, like, the international type shows. So talking about shows, you know, Adventure Time and Little Einsteins. Well, Adventure Time was a bit of an older one, like, mm -hmm. for when you grew up. But, like, Little Einsteins and... Teletubbies, that's one I personally grew up with. Those two, I would ham out like crazy. I'd be watching them. I'd be singing them songs. And, you know, I know the names like for Teletubbies, like, Boo, and stuff like that. Teletubbies, right? I know Teletubbies, but the 
only reason I know that is just because of memes on Instagram right now about it and what happened to the show and to kids who watch that. That's the only reason. So I know it's the something show. you've learned about recently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because of like you know social media and stuff. Yeah. All right, but then if you don't know about these shows, what are the shows or like you grew up with? Like, did they come in like a? Mm -hmm. Is it like an internationally well-known show, but in German that you watch it in, or was it like a completely separate German show itself? Well, like most of the shows that. I watched, they were all in German, and I don't think many people here know them. The problem is I obviously just know the German name, right? So one of them is Biene Maya. It was just about this bee with her friends, um, just exploring and like having to do these funny missions. Um, and then the shows that people like here internationally also know are mostly like the Disney Channel shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are like these are more the type of shows that I know. But then again, in Germany, they always like streamed later, so I I watched them in like the most like random orders. They didn't make any sense. Yeah, it was it was a very different experience. I think that's the beautiful beautiful thing about RVS being an international school. Mm -hmm. We can like see that some people really know these shows to heart, while others like have no idea about them. Yeah, and like all of us are like making opinions, like what you don't know about that show and that stuff. And segueing right into food. Mm. I think that's something more people have indulged in. I think a lot oh, more yeah. people are like familiar with it because food is a lot more international than shows were when we were growing up. Oh yeah, like one person said in the Vox Pop, um, the Kinder Chocolate, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's something we all universally know or have eaten before. Mm -hmm. So these type of things we, we all know. And then there's obviously like snacks that are more specific to certain countries. I mean, maybe do you have like one that... Not necessarily, but I think also with like candy in general yeah. it can be still something like even though we had in our childhood it can still be something that we indulge in today like if mm -hmm. i still love um chocolates and stuff like that mm -hmm. like kinder i can still go to the store today and buy myself some kinder while which shows i can't really resonate it with any resonate watching with it anymore because it's like i've grown up in a sense <laughs> yeah so going back to the topic of like a snack or candy specific to me in the philippines we have a snack called pulveron can't really describe how it's made. It's a really, <laughs> it's a weird process, you know, it's because it's made in like, I don't want to say like the slums, but in the more poor area for okay. more people to indulge in. But again, I just loved it. And there were different flavors. So it wasn't limited to just the vanilla, like the original one, mm -hmm. but they had cookies and cream, chocolate chips. So that way there was always a variety that came with the food. How about you? Like first, can you like describe the texture of it? Just sort of. It's like powdery, so it's like it comes compound in like a semicircle, okay. uh, and then you like when you bite into it, it, like melts in your mouth, and then it's like powder. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, um, one for me, it's called socafeta. Mm -hmm. It's basically a very, very, very thin biscuit with covered with chocolate, and then the, just that again and again. It's like multiple layers. Oh, that sounds so <laughs> it's good. It's so good. Because, like, you can get the single-layer ones, but multiple. Yeah, yeah. and um, my father is traveling in Greece right now, right? And the first thing that I asked him to do is just to buy me a whole pack of them for me to eat, because you can't find them anywhere else, and it's not like a snack that you can find, like, something similar to. Yeah, and you could find those biscuits with the chocolate layer, but yeah. I don't think to the to the levels that... <laughs> the uh, what was flavor. the name again, sorry? Sokofata. Sokofata. Called Sokofata. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's real cool. Yeah. Um, something else that's really interesting is there's a lot of snacks that are very specific to different cultures, but you find them in, like, different vari varieties of it. Or variations. And, yeah, in other cultures, right? Like, it's... The idea is the same thing, but it's like kind of interpreted similar. So, for example, like gummies, right? Yeah. You can find gummies everywhere, but they're always like a different texture. Different taste, different flavors. Exactly, yeah. 
so like all of us know Haribo so well, but there could be like a specific special made gummy or like yeah. with ice lollies, there's like some that are made in this type of packaging in this type of way or iced this long or the stuff like that. So yeah, like, I agree uh, with that. Like Swedish fish. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? Literally. That's also considered a gummy. But it's a very, very different type of gummy. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's what sure. I'm talking about. All right. Um, so combining these two a bit, what's like one snack that you still are used to always eat when watching a show? I mean, I, me and my family always watch movies and stuff. Mm. And I think one, there's always this one snack. The rest of the snacks, like popcorn, nachos, I got really tired of. Like you go to no, the cinema, yeah. you always get it. So af- ever since after COVID, I haven't really had those type of mm-hmm. snacks. Um, before I had like them a ton, but ice cream. Ice cream will always rule overall for me when I'm eating it. Just that, it's just so nice <laughs> and cold and delicious, you know. You can't go wrong with it. How about you? Um... I must admit, like, I used to eat a lot of snacks while watching um, shows like like Chips. Oh, well, right? that's a really odd coincidence. <laughs> um, but now, I think, like, in the past years, I've completely stopped eating snacks while watching a show. I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. It kind of just, I just got tired of all of them. I feel like it's a really odd distraction. Like, you have to focus yeah, on, like, exactly. where you're eating. So you kind of miss out on the show. Like, you know when you're, like, sitting in a cinema, and I don't know, but if you have nachos, you mm-hmm. always have to see, like, where you're dipping it inside. Yeah. I want to watch the movie. I don't want to dip it in the wrong Also, dip. a lot of people get annoyed by, like, the crunching oh, sound yeah. or, like, the, the messing around with the packets and stuff. So, like... No shade to people who Yeah, but I mean, like, for, for me, like, I don't see that as a problem, but I would understand that that could be something that happens psychologically. Mm. Mm, yeah, 100%. And just going back to the chips, um, I mean, in the box pop, we asked people if they have a specific memory connected to it. So um, in Bonn, where you used to grow up, and in Cologne, there's this thing called Carnival, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they used to, like, drive around in, like, huge, I guess, cars or, like, buses and used to throw candy out of them on the streets, and people used to catch them. And one thing that they always used to throw were chips. And it was just the <laughs> weirdest thing ever because, okay, imagine you throw a chip outside, like, yeah, in a it's package, just gonna... it just gets broken, <laughs> and in the end, you just have like that powder. You just have mushed up chips. Yeah, literally. But it was still the best thing ever, and I just always have that memory of them. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And speaking about like the psychological side of things, how do these aspects in our childhood eventually affect us and who we are at this very moment, and f- even down in the future? How does it affect our personality and the way we think? Mm. So I think I think that's relating more to shows. Mm-hmm. So th- something that I've read about shows is that they often, like, um, impact the attention span of pe- of kids, especially. Yeah. So when in, like, a show, there's a lot of things happening in a very fast manner. The kids learn to have a very small attention span. And then further on in life, they just want things to move faster. They can't pay attention for so long, right? Um, and that's something that I've realized with a lot of kids' shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in the moment we're watching the show, there's always something that you, like wish to relate to or mm. always relate to yeah. which is why you it's grabbed your attention because you know as kids we all have a short attention span <laughs> but i think the reason we watch these shows at these times is because it grabs our attention and then from there i think we not necessarily copy the personalities mm. but we tend to take a lot of like values ideas, values yeah, yeah and like um from these shows and eventually grow upon them so yeah. like if i was watching like a national geographic documentary like that was made for kids now I love biology and I love mm. nature and I love learning about it. That could maybe, it's not definitely, but it could be linked to yeah, 100%. what I was watching in my childhood. Yeah. 
I personally like don't have an example of a show that affected like my interest, or maybe I'm just not conscious of it mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I think I think that's yeah. a lot of people. But I think that there's definitely a lot of shows that I got my values from when watching them, and I was like, yeah, I think that's what how it should be or how it's fair, right? Mm-hmm. For example, something um, funny or weird about me, I guess, is that. I had a very strong dislike of watching shows which are very unfair. Yeah. Right? Because I just can't handle things being unfair. I, I, I still don't watch them. I still can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And that's just because I used to watch this one show where they just always went strictly against the things that were unfair. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's like how I got my values from these type of shows, right? Um, that's interesting. I mean, I think a lot of people have those type of things and they don't necessarily like realize it. But again, yeah. I think it's important that these shows exist and it, 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 like always cater to who you are as a kid Mm -hmm. so that way you develop from it and like nowadays i know that they're making the shows a lot more inclusive of races types of people and ideas like that so i think i think it's great for the future of children (laughs) in a sense for what they're watching you know coco melon or whatever (laughs) whatever they're watching nowadays yeah i mean i i could not name anything other than coco melon (laughs) i don't know either no there's just i know my baby cousin's watching these things but no Cannot mm-hmm. think of anything. But mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what's popular for the next generation oh, coming yeah, up. hundred percent. I'm glad you guys have listened to this podcast. In today's podcast, we were talking about how childhood has affected us through TV shows and snacks. We did a Vox Pop on it, and we asked a bunch of people, such as teachers and students in different grade levels in middle school and high school. From that, we learned a couple things ourselves. Including psychology. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting enough. Yeah. Um, Please subscribe and and give us a like. Yes. That's always much appreciated for the voice of RVAS podcast. Exactly. In the... And hopefully you'll be listening to the next podcast coming up soon. Credits to our hosts, us, Bryson. And Sophia. See you next time. Bye-bye.